0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intentional Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Justin, and I'm joined by my beautiful and talented wife, Cresta.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: And this is the podcast where we talk about ways you can strengthen your relationship. You can join us each week for inspiring stories, practical advice, and expert tips that can make your partnership even more successful. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, today, we have some special guests we're super excited about.
1: It's going to be a fun one.
0: It is, yes. Um, We've got Dr. Willow Brown. And uh, she is a Chinese medicine doctor, functional medicine expert, and internationally recognized teacher of sexology. She bridges sexuality, spirituality, and medicine so that her students and patients can truly understand how to use their sexual energy to create the life they desire.
1: Over the last 20 years, Leah Piper's taught thousands of couples and individuals all over the world through her school, More Love Works. She's an intimacy expert with multiple advanced certifications in Tantra yoga, positive psychology, and somatic therapies.
0: That is so awesome. And we're excited to have you guys. So welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited to be here.
0: And so uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Um, You know, it sounds so interesting and it's not something that, you know, Crest and I personally hear about every day.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's an un- it's an unusual path in life, but it's a it's a worthy one of exploring for sure. And, you know, people start out this journey on all different levels, never having heard of Tantra before. What the heck is Taoist sexology? I noticed you skipped over that word Taoist. Because yes, I
0: did. I did not know that word even? that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Now- it doesn't ex- does,
2: uh, sound the
3: way it's spelled sometimes. So, yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: So so it's um it's really it's the world of sacred sex sexuality and using um using sexuality as a platform or a means to have a deeper more intimate spiritual connection with yourself and with your partner.
3: Yeah, I would add that um you know, for a lot of us growing up in the west in a predominantly Christian judeo society, we are left with well, there's a lot lacking when it comes to modeling um a healthy romantic sort of spiritual sex positive relationship in that foundation and so I know that's what started my path into seeking like I know there's a place for sex and God to come together why is it so separate everywhere I look and why was I growing up made to feel afraid ashamed guilty and scared of what of all the consequences of sexuality. When something inside of me was telling me, no, this is a place that you can open. This is a place where there is like some kind of profundity and actually a, a more meaningful connection to spirit. And why do we think that that's supposed to be left outside the door? And and as I was considering these things and kind of questioning my upbringing in that department, I stumbled into some of this stuff and Tantra being one of them. And my first experience was so beautiful. It was like something open, something open inside of me that forever changed me. And it was a way of lovemaking that was so rich and so deep and so soulful. I mean, honestly, it was so like my soul was met and I got to experience someone else's soul. And once you taste that, I don't care who you are you can never go back to regular sex (laughs) like you you require something more um, heartfelt and deep but that doesn't mean you don't enjoy some of all the other sexy things like i still like dirty sex and quick sex (laughs) (laughs) slow sex and tantra sex so it doesn't it doesn't take things out it's like tantra just increases what's on the menu so to speak Yeah. And uh, for a lot of people, it will come very natural. Not for a lot.
2: I I don't know. I don't know the ratio of people, but some people it just comes very naturally for, you know, and and they're just more in tune with sensitivity, with energy in the body, um, how to really connect and be present with somebody. Some people have a more grounded nervous system. Other people run on a fight or flight nervous system. And so um, they're going to be a little bit more scattered. It's going to like coming to a grounded presence vulnerability practice is going to be totally new for them. And it's going to be a massive life change for them. You know, I I started doing yoga when I was 13. My grandma was my first yoga teacher. And I I just remember, you know, over the years, so it was kind of always in my life, yoga was always a part of my reality. And as I got into my like early 20s and started teaching it, and I started talking to people who are now in their you know, their 30s, their 40s doing yoga for the first time. And they were like, wow, this is profound revolution, you know, like they were getting it was like cleaning a really dirty surface. You can see the cleanliness underneath, you know. And so I think it's just it's everyone is is starting off this journey at such a different place. And um, it's all great, like wherever you're at, that's where you want to start and really being um present with that inside of yourself, you know, there is no shame in like if you're 40 and you haven't learned this stuff before
3: yeah most people like who come to our workshops they're they're hearing the word tantra for the first time in 40s and 50s um yeah. and I was just uniquely young <laughs> Yeah, when we I both met got a really the cool bongo drummer yeah. who gave me my first book <laughs> that's yeah. awesome yeah.
0: <laughs> luck would have it <laughs> So do you guys do you guys get a lot of couples that are kind coming to you guys with oh yeah with yeah these? yeah and,
3: yeah, and would,
0: what kind of ahead, uh yeah and what kind of uh I guess what kind of uh what's the right word uh growth are you seeing with couples who come to you guys
3: yeah start to finish. that's a good question what's, that's a great question yeah yeah go ahead Leah I would say like so usually here's the three types of couples that have, have per- come to my seminars in particular we've got the couple who um oh god they're kind of new and they are so in to each other they are so excited for where they're headed and this is like the cherry on top so they're adorable the whole weekend they're so close they chit chat with everyone their love you can feel it just just there and they're on an adventure and this is just one part of the adventure they're super excited about life then you have another couple and we are their last stop before divorce lawyers so they are praying for a miracle and the stakes are high <laughs> yeah. so like they need a breakthrough and um and then we've got the couple that's oftentimes been married for 30 plus years i would say 25 30 we've had number of couples who've been married for 41 years I don't know what it is about 41 years or 42 years, but we've had a handful of couples that have been married for that long. And what are they looking for? I think they're looking for something that will help them. It's not out of the ordinary. I think they like their ordinary, but they want to figure out how to get closer. The kids are out of the house. They're looking at retirement if they're not already retired. They've got oftentimes plenty of money, and so they're like seeking something, but you get this feeling that they are just not quite sure what it is. And they found us usually because friends recommended it. And, okay. um, and they all have varying degrees of experiences, all doing the same homework that we send everyone home to do on Saturday night. So everyone has a certain practice that they do. And um, it's really interesting to see the range, you know, that super happy lit up couple, they might have a disaster. You know, they might they might have just totally like he said something wrong or she shut down and they haven't been together long enough to trust how to see each other through. And so then we give them more tools the next day on how to come back from that. And then you have the couple that's ready for divorce. Right. They're there. This is their last ditch effort. I would say 60 percent of the time they have a miracle. They have a breakthrough. They make the whole class cry the next morning because they found it. They found each other again. And then they have the other 40 percent. They're like, "Nope, yeah, we know now this is just not going to work. So I always tell those couples when they're calling and asking questions about the workshop, I say, look, Tantra doesn't promise to save marriages. Tantra promises to help you get connected with your truth. And wouldn't you want to live a life in your truth than to be living your life, denying that truth? and wasting years, not knowing where you're headed. So yeah. although so your truth may be to get this shit figured out and stay together. Yeah. And your truth may be, how can we separate as friends? How can we keep the love without giving all of our money to divorce lawyers? So then that would be the next stage of like, how can we consciously forgive? And, and if anything, what would it be like if we weren't the norm, and we could actually let go with the blessing to each other? Thanks for being my partner thanks for being my friend thanks for being oh, my lover i set you free i hope you find love again you know that would be the ideal result and then you have these older couples who often find some magic themselves that's awesome nice. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's almost like you know we we've got this we've got this world of, of self-development as far as the mental mind goes and it's almost like what you guys are doing is the self-development in the, the intimate or the sexual world that is, is not very commonly sought after or or looked after. And you guys are very much taking it to a a much deeper, a much more intimate level. And it's pretty amazing what, what you guys are talking about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think there's um, there, if we look at sexuality, we all come from it, right? So it's, it's essentially, it's the root of who we are. And when we look at it from a Chinese medicine or Taoist perspective, it is our essence. Our sexuality is our essence. And that's one of the first things that I like to get people in tune with whether individuals or couples what is your essence
1: mm-hmm. what
2: does your essence look like what does it feel like how does your essence move through the world how do you nourish your essence draw a picture of your essence write a poem to your essence like what is the essence of you because so many people are, have no idea what is my essence i've yeah. never thought of that before you know and so getting in tune with with your sexuality we call it Jingchi or shakti there's different names for it according to different um traditions. you know traditions and so when you're in touch with that essence and you have a relationship with it and you're listening to it and you're talking to it you could also call it your inner beloved or your god sense or whatever you know when you're when you're having conversation with it like what would you like for breakfast you know what would you like to do today how would you like to be nourished what would be nourishing for you? So having a a relationship with that essence, I think is very foundational and um, can can really eradicate a lot of the sort of layers of problems that are on top of relationships a lot of times. And when you have that relationship with your own essence and then it's like it's prolific and it's overflowing and then you're just sharing it with your partner and with other people in your life because it's so abundant, then uh, all the other sectors in your life, your health, your finances, your home, your family, your work, all the other sectors in your life start to be o- overflowing with that love and that essence as well. So I think that's a really um important thing that a lot of people will discover when they come to one of these um, workshops or when they come to study with us they'll really discover a place inside of themselves that they always knew was there and they always longed to know more deeply but they just never had a platform or guidance or just never knew how to articulate
3: that yeah there was no
2: words given to it yeah
3: You, you know like another to give a sense of what that is inside of yourself you know, when you're, when you're in a place where you're, you're being your most self, like you're maybe you're in your genius zone, but what it feels like to everyone that's around you is they feel connected to your warmth and your radiance. Yeah. Like there's that thing that glows and it's contagious and it makes other people, maybe it makes them feel peaceful. Maybe it makes them feel grounded. Maybe it makes them feel lit up. Maybe it makes them feel excited. Like there's, we all have a certain... Essence has different qualities that has uh, an effect on others. It could be a quietness, a, a tranquility. We're all very different. You know, I always think yes. like Willow, she's sort of like the, the flowing water, and I'm sort of like the <laughs> raging fire. <laughs> um, so it's like we have this way of like, there's a, a thing that happens with the two of us where we get to really, the best of us gets to shine around each other and we feel that way when we're in love with someone don't we it's like the 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 parts that we love the best that we love being in touch with we get to be with that when we're first falling in love and it feels like we just met this person who's so amazing because they're bringing their essence and the best parts of themselves and that is effortless and that also has to do with some of the chemistry that's flooding our brain. And so what we can do is we can leverage that. We can leverage that. We can use that as a hack. We can connect actually to our brain chemistry and ask it to help us when we remember, that's right, I really like that version of Leah. Where did she go? Where is she now? Why don't I have access to her as much as I used to? Mm-hmm. And so in partnership, when we put our attention on our partner's essence, when we see them and they're in their genius zone and they're being their best selves, right, maybe they're giving a presentation or, or maybe they're talking to a client or maybe they're playing with our kids, you know, they're that part of them. They don't know anyone's watching, but you're seeing that thing and you are so attracted to them in those moments when they are being that part of themselves and you you love them so much in those moments. That's essence. That's what you're looking for. And it's much easier to see it in other people than it is to recognize it in ourselves. And that's an invitation for people to go on. You know, who is my partner when they're in their essence? And why am I so attracted to them when they are connected to who they really, really, really are? Because that's who we fall in love with.
0: Yeah, that's so true. You know, I think I think about when, you know, Preston and I first started dating and, and then got got married, you know, every everything was so effortless. You know, and then and then you get married and you get into the daily grind of things, and and you do desire to go back to that that place magic. where ev- that yeah that magic that thing where that, that time where everything was just so effortless, and I know for us, you know, one of the things we do is is we keep ourselves grounded by you know constantly having conversations and it's as, as far as, you know, our, our sexual life, you know, it's, it's on a da- daily basis for us. And we just keep essentially for us reigniting that spark. Yeah. And, Yay! you know, <laughs> for us that, that, that tends to help. And it's, it's amazing. And I don't think a lot of couples understand how much sex actually helps the relationship, Right. you know, and I'm not just talking, talk, it, it, it can help. And I'm not talking about just that you know, the quick fucks or anything like that. I'm talking about those, those deep intimate times where you're truly connecting with, with your, 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 spouse, your partner.
1: And it, and it's not always just the sex part of it. Like it's, it's for the intimacy sometimes for us. Yeah, yes. the Intimacy. And, and sometimes, you know, it's an hour before any physical contact, you know, it's, uh, it's,
3: it's a lot more than just sex. Yeah, Yeah. it's closeness, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's the thing we call connection. It's Mm -hmm. it's feeling deeply connected to each other. And when we are less connected, that's when it makes it harder to enjoy sex. Right. You know, that's when it kind of either becomes relief. Like, okay, I got this urge. I just I just need to move this. Um, or like we come to it really reluctant because we're not really feeling it inside ourselves. You know, as people go into longer and longer term marriage, they're like, well, why don't I feel horny? I used to feel horny, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's less, it's compelling, but sometimes it's less interesting. And I think that has to do with begin to habits.
2: Right. Also,
3: um, our triggers are closer to the surface. Our judgments yeah. are closer to the surface. Um, we know we love each other, but we don't always like each other, you know, all these things start to build up over years and years and years and they get in our way of wanting to be in our body. Like, how do we really show up in our body because you really have to be in your body in order to feel orgasm. If you're Plus, in your head or distracted or fantasizing or worried about what you're going to make for dinner, or gee, there's yeah. those cobwebs, I got to remember to get those later. Yeah. You are missing being in your body <laughs> where yeah. the where the connection exists yeah. and where the sensation in your body gets to give you the reward. Yes, orgasm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, plus goals get in the way. I think that's probably the, one of the number one things that screws up sex for couples is they become goal-oriented. And when everyone has like a goal, that means we're either passing or we're failing. We're either winning or we're losing. And then when sex gets serious, and we have to remember that sex is supposed to be about love. And if you keep it about the love, then the pleasure and the orgasms will follow. If you're chasing orgasms as the goal, you get stuck in pass and fail. right.
0: Yeah, I I think one of the best advice, pieces of advice I ever received is, you know, and it was when Crest and I, I I think we were engaged and I got the piece of advice like she, go and ask her if, if orgasm is her end goal every time.
3: Mm.
0: Because for men, a lot of times that's that's the 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 crowning achievement. The it, purpose. The yeah, purpose. That's you right. Know.
3: That's that's getting the job done. Yeah. Right.
0: But if you go to her and you have an honest conversation about that, you come to find out that that's not necessarily her end goal. And if you can take that barrier away, it will it will transform your sex life, right. Spe- especially from from the male perspective. Because no longer do we have this this task that we're trying to achieve every single time, and then I I think once we removed that barrier, it was like, oh shit, it's hap- it's happening all the time, like
3: right, right.
0: <laughs> like we took then away the barrier. Become-
2: how yeah. It works. Yeah, then it becomes more of an experience, you know, and yes. that's yes. really this is such a a metaphor for life, you know. Let's take the goal. Let's take the point. What is the point of all of this? The point is really just to have an experience. We're here for a short amount of time on this planet at this time and we get to experience you know we get to experience all the the to-do list and the stresses and all of that yes. stuff I mean how amazing that we get to have these bodies and we get to have this experience and we get to experience the pleasure and the rapture and the vast amounts of love and connection that are available everywhere you look so it's really about opening your eyes and, and, sh- and having a perspective that this is um, an opportunity to experience and when you when you start to stretch your sexual capacity and your sexual repertoire and you do the practices that lee and i teach you know you do we do um like tantric ritual practices and ceremonies and these kinds of things and you know there's a whole plethora of things to to play with you know in there and when you start to stretch your capacity in your sexuality you you become like confidence just follows confidence is just like the shadow to this expansion that you're experiencing, sexuality, sexually, because you're all of a sudden, you're like, Oh, my God, I I experienced something that I've never experienced before. Like, maybe I've heard about it. Maybe I've never even heard about that before. But you know, the first time that I started having cervical orgasms, it was like, wow, I can do that. I know how my body knows how to do that. Same as like, you know, a mother giving birth, becoming a mother. It's like, wow, my body can do that. Anytime we have any experience that's but that we haven't had before, we wow ourselves and we see what we're capable of, what we're truly capable of. And as human beings, I mean, we're not living up to our vast potential, I got to say, for the, <laughs> for the most part, you know, f- through breath work, through energy, through practice, through um, really becoming adept at listening Mm -hmm. to the greater universe and how the universe is inside of you just as much as you're inside of it we can move mountains like we can we are such magical beings there's so much potential inside of us and we're just instead very distracted right we're very distracted by what do i have what do i don't have oh i'm only going to be happy when you know we we just really limit ourselves and distract with all kinds of things sugar alcohol social media you know the list goes on and on but if we can come back to like what's the experience that i'm having right now and, and how can this, even if it's an experience we're not enjoying, like, how can I get even more into this experience and see if there's a way that I can shift it? Mm-hmm. Or if it's a very, very pleasurable experience, like, wow, how can I take this amazing take pleasure more. and like <laughs> yeah. turn it into chi, turn it yeah. into vitality for my body and for my life? You know, there's yeah. always going to be things that we don't want to do, but how can we take that amazing love connection, lovemaking, orgasmic, whatever that we had last night into our workday the next day? How can we take that energy into the workday and be like, okay, I'm going to approach this work task in the same way that I approached my lover last night?
3: Yeah, that's, that's sort of that thing where you can cultivate your sexual energy and then direct it into parts of your life that are non-sexual. You know, like when you think about sexual energy, that which creates life, therefore it's life force. It takes all this energy from our body to actually create life. And men, you have 200 to 300 million sperm per load. You have so much life force energy, it is crazy. How many little swimmers are connected to every single ejaculation? Um, So remember that ladies, if you think it's gross, that is some serious juju. Um, And and women for us to like, my God, you can make eyeballs and elbows and like a little beating heart that is epic so if we're not going to create a generation when we make love what would it be like for you to harness that life force energy together spin it up and then redirect that current back to your body so it doesn't get wasted outside your body it gets recirculated because of your intention because you're connected to something really really powerful that makes life what kind of life would that make outside the bedroom If you if you weren't going to create a generation, what happens is that creates regeneration in you and then you can funnel that you can cultivate that you can use that for your health, your vitality, most so beautifully your creativity. So who do you want to be at your job? Who do you yeah. want to be as a parent? How do you want to funnel your juju into your projects and your hobbies and your golf swing? And so these are yeah. the things that like the potential practicality of your sexual energy when harness can provide you. And if I can just circle back to what you were saying, Justin, about this, um, we, we groom our, the men and boys in our culture to have their sexual satisfaction and fulfillment to feel like they're like empowered and adequate as a sexual man, if they can make us come. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that. That's very nice and noble of you. But Mm -hmm. what you don't know is that that unconscious drive puts a lot of pressure on my body to perform for you to give you that ego boost that I'm going to be okay for you as long as I give you that my orgasm to say you're adequate, you're a good boy, good job. (laughs) And this is how this is part of the dysfunction of sex life, I think in in our times is that women don't know how to follow their own desire. They don't We're we're we have a really hard time knowing what we want, what pleasures us, we aren't given sort of the permissive um cultural invitation to go discover desire to go discover our pleasure we're taught to be self-sacrificing to put everybody else first whereas we know boys are going to masturbate we know they're going to look at porn we know they're going to have wet dreams all of that is pretty normalized still riddled with shame in a lot of households but pretty normalized so we kind of accept that men are going to want sex so since they're the ones who want it um they have to go be the ones that chase it and women aren't even giving a chance to consider wanting it to Mm -hmm. really own the fact that we want it too and so for, for me as like sort of being an intentional conscious being i i like the idea of going hey what if we were more sex positive and we were giving bodies boys and girls and anyone any other gender they can come up with permission To say yes, desire is beautiful desire and knowing pleasure and being responsible for it. It's my job to come and find my orgasm. It's not my partner's job. When, when we both take responsibility for our own pleasure, think of the magic we can co create together, because we're connected to our own bodies, and that way he's not tested his adequacy isn't on the line. And I don't have to feel this dread and this pressure that I have to be performative. So he feels okay. Instead I get to come in to the experience with my wholeness and his wholeness. And Oh my God, the menu just triples and quadruples. And I think if we could connect to that more fully, then what would happen is this whole thing around the stress around sex would dissolve more. And Mm -hmm. we, people would start to actually know, What is sexual love? What is being totally sexually loved? What is that? You know, there's all kinds of love, but a very unique one is being sexually loved to your core. And that's something that we we haven't as a culture discussed much, but it's the thing that's magical about couples who love each other and who want that. Because Mm -hmm. when you feel so like in your nakedness, someone so wants you and sees you, Oh, my God! You can heal from trauma like there's no tomorrow.
0: yeah, that's man, that's so amazing. And uh all the information I think you guys shared is just man, that's some next level stuff that's that's yeah. pretty awesome um if if any of our listeners want to find out more about you guys want are interested in taking some of your guys's uh, courses where 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 can they find you guys at?
2: So our um, you can go to sexreimagined.com. You can also find our podcast, Sex Reimagined, on all the podcast platforms out there. And um, and that's where you'll also find some of the masterclasses and the trainings that we teach. So it's a really nice way to kind of get your toes in the water without having to, like, even talk to someone. You know, you can just <laughs> learn about how that. to do podcast Yeah, free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can just start to learn about what tantric rituals are like what's possible inside of your love life and inside of um, connection with another soul and with yourself, and then my website as well as drwillowbrown.com, and
3: Leah is at moreloveworks.com. Yeah, awesome. and we um we interview sexperts all from all over the industry. So we've got people who are researchers and authors, and you know own sex toy stores and are connected to the BDSM world, and people who are doing lots of work in tantra and Taoism and other religious. Um, we were just uh, working with someone who's who works with couples and who are christian Christian. and and developing another sort of spiritual sexual connection and so we really try to bring people on with a wide range of curiosity and as an expert so that we can just hear it all and we're learning so much will and i are getting so much out of being in touch with with so many different people it's expanding our horizons and um and so we'd love for people to tune in
0: yeah, that's awesome. And uh, just so our listeners know, you guys will be able to find all that information in the uh, show notes as well. Yes. Um, so go ahead and look there as
3: well. Uh, yeah. And Ma- if anyone wants, we've got a free gift. If you go to sexreimagine.com and you want some hot spiritual tips, we've got a little tutorial for you. It's totally free and you'll be able to um, get actionable with some spiritual sex, baby.
0: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. Well, we want to thank, thank you guys for being on our podcast today. It was, it was, that was pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks for having us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It
2: was a pleasure.
0: Yeah. And thank, thank you guys again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you're ready to take the next steps toward having a more intentional and healthy relationship with your partner, then marriage coaching is a perfect investment. You can start today by scheduling a free 30-minute breakthrough session with Justin and I, where we can determine the best plan for you moving forward. Uh, With our help, you'll gain tools necessary to create a healthier and more fulfilling future together. Our information, our link is also in the show notes. It's uh, deviationbydesign.com. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe and have a great day.
0: Awesome. Thanks, guys.